Hello guys, it's been a while, has it not? Emily took a little break from Conscious Butterflies, <laughs> as you can see. Emily took a little break from a lot of things this year. I think this year has been a much so lived through experiences, not internal work. And I've loved it, but it's also been really hard at the same time of almost disassociating myself from things that pick me up and light me up. And as I'm sitting here pondering that thought today and many other days as I have recently of why I miss it so much and why I'm not doing anything about it. But then I really get back to the thought that there were so many times I wanted to report record a podcast and I just didn't have me it in me. Or I would start recording 10 minutes in and just be like, feel blah. And I very much so believe in do things that lift you up. And if you recognize that something is draining you, don't feed it, right? We don't want to feed the bad voice in our head. We don't want to feed the instigating of a friend. We don't want to feed anything that doesn't serve us, anything that doesn't feed good back into the world. And for me, digging deep, I think starting this podcast and being able to self-reflect for like a year and a half the way I did and have deep conversations with myself, have conversations with others, and explore a little bit what is inside my brain took me aback. I feel like I never use the word aback, but it took me aback and it really helped me see a layer underneath of what I give to the external world, what I give to external relationships, and just peeled back this identity this identity of me that I so fondly love, that I so fondly chase, that I so fondly respect that version of me in so, so many ways. And this year, as I've taken a step back, <laughs> I have found myself missing it so much, but also very easily giving myself grace to take space from it, giving myself grace and space to identify why I stopped, why it's easy to sometimes talk into a microphone and why sometimes it's not, being able to reflect about why I judge myself in certain ways, reflecting on the fact that I do judge myself so harshly in so many ways, um, reflecting on why it's so hard for me to get out of our comfort, my comfort zone, why it's hard for me to do the things that I want to do while not wanting to share that with the rest of the world and that being okay for me. This podcast was made based on that, based on me just needing an outlet to talk to and then I talked a little too much and scared myself. <laughs> but I love that and I love that I'm getting back into this season of life where it feels so comfortable right now and so safe right now. I think that's a good word. It feels so safe to just be alone and have a conversation and dive into what's been up, what's relevant right now and whatever else may come out of my mouth. And today, the relevancy is minding your own business. <laughs> the relevancy is 
If you don't want to know, don't ask. Um, if you have family, which mo- many of us do, we have family, whether it's blood or friendships or whatever version of a family you have, around the holidays, it can definitely start to get sticky. Like, everybody calls it that holiday stress, right? And I got a little dose of that today. I love, like, some days you just wake up and you have no idea that you're going to have the day that you have, and then it just happens. Today, I had, like, 30 minutes of therapy with three of my family members, and... It was a lot. Like, it was a lot to take in at once. And come to find out, it's just a lot of miscommunication. It's a lot of heightened nerves. It's a lot of growing pains. It's a lot of this and that that had me really upset. Like, I was fuming of just wanting my point to be heard because as we all do when you are in a disagreement with somebody and the other side just doesn't even hear what you have to say as if like your reality could not possibly be true. It was really hard for me to accept that today and it just frustrated me because at the end of the day I don't want to fight with anybody. I don't want to be on bad terms with anybody but if it's going to impact the people I love's life, like, I'm going to have something to say about it. Um, But the lesson that I learned at all of this is we cannot control the way other people think. We cannot control what their reality is. We cannot control what their narrative is in anything, in a day-to-day basis, in the grand scheme of life. And a lot of times, this is just in general, We can create our own narratives for our life story to protect ourselves from feeling sad or from feeling a certain emotion. For example, um, if you ever watch a movie, The Adam Project or Adam's Project, um, great, 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 great movie. I highly recommend. But there's a little boy and then there's a grown man that is also this little boy, but it's just the little boy from the future, right? And I'm not going to give a spoiler, but basically they, they, the current boy and the future guy, they are in a past time, <laughs> sorry if this is confusing, but they're in a past time with their dad. So the dad is seeing that his son as a young kid, but also future guy. And as a young kid, he loves his dad. He loves his dad so, 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 so much. And... The older version of this guy, you know, has kind of bad memories with him. Has the memories of, you know, my dad worked so much, so he bought me one of those pitch nets that you throw back to, and it, it, you know, like, you throw it at the net, jumps back at you, and you can play catch with yourself. The older version of this kid, he has this bad taste in his mouth, like, my dad always worked, he got me this, so he didn't have to play catch with me, and I could just play by myself, whereas... The younger version is telling him, like, no, 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 look, you got it all wrong. As soon as you saw this in an ad or at the store, you begged your dad for it, and he bought it for you, just like he bought you anything you ever wanted. And he would spend so many nights playing this with you. And because of something that happened later down the line with their dad, 
in order to protect himself, the older version of him made up this narrative that my dad didn't have time with me. He bought this gift so he could spend less time with me because he was always at work to protect his younger self and his younger feelings. And that is so common in family drama that might go on. That is so common in like friendship drama. That's just common in every human that ever existed that we will make narratives for ourselves to protect the child that is within us, to protect those emotions from coming up because we'd rather feel mad and it's easier to feel mad than it is to feel sad about something. And a lot of times when we are in arguments with family or friends or a significant other, whoever it might be with, could be a coworker, we tend to still push down that sad, sad version of us that we just have a defense mechanism that comes up every time. So no matter what we say is just going to get lost in translation because we see one truth and only that truth. And it's really tough when it becomes to family because you can grow up in the same exact household, same exact household, Maybe you have some, a different age gaps, but you can have two completely different perspectives of how you were raised, of how your childhood looked, of the love that you received, of the experience you, the experiences you had together. And a part of that is true because age gaps, because, you know, maybe the youngest kid, the middle children, the youngest kid, like everybody knows that there's some kind of stigma on those. But at the same time, it could get very twisted to the point that you have four kids and all four kids and the parents have a different narrative about a situation that happened or maybe a vacation event or whatever it could be. But we all form our different truths. And I think that we don't talk about that enough. We don't talk about the fact that there already, there really, there truly are more than one truth there's there's so many sides to every story and when we get in these arguments we forget that it's not that the other person doesn't hear you it's that it could never possibly exist because of x x and x and that's a scary thing that like our wounded younger selves are so wounded still and we can't accept the truth about those wounds that for the rest of our life we can go just in a defensive mode trying to protect ourselves from feeling sadness and instead rioting and you know picking fights and blaming others and shaming others and making others so guilty and I would love to be able to sit down with people I've had arguments with in the past with we all fight with our, our siblings we all had fought with our parents it's like to sit down and be able to like just you know get the big glass ball out like let's take a look at what actually happened and understand that your perspective and my perspective maybe they both aren't exactly a hundred percent but it's what we got it's what we received it's what lesson that we learned in that time and there's nothing wrong with it the only thing wrong is that we can become so closed-minded that we won't try to see anything else. We won't even look at that telling all glass ball because we are so certain that our belief is our belief and accepting that it's not would mean that we would have to excavate 
ourselves a little bit deeper, right? We would have to try to really dig and understand and keep asking yourself, why do I believe that? Okay, this is why I believe it, but why? And just keep asking ourselves questions until we get to the root of the cause. And there's a lot of different ways you can do that. I mean, I think there's therapy in countless amount of ways, literally in any type of way. Um, talking to somebody it could just be talking to a friend. It could be talking to a therapist. It could be sitting in your car and just like screaming. It could be sitting in silence. It could be meditation. It could be drama. It could be art. It could be a humming. I personally, like when I'm really stressed out, I hum. And no, it's not like a self-deep reflection hum, but it is a mind-calming hum that can take me out of anywhere that I currently am. If I'm in a situation I don't want to be in, if I am about to have a nervous breakdown on an airplane when nobody will get up and off of the plane quicker and you just sit there and get panic attacks, I just sit there and hum to my little self, my little brain, and it's pleasurable. And off too often we just... We don't take a second to just find what that mechanism is to just like calm us down and bring us to reality without our feeling just jumping the gun first. I mean, if that was the case, we would wake up every morning and go to the gym and work out and go to Pilates and do the things that we wanted to do. But unfortunately, our feelings always get in the way and we don't make the decision we want to actually make. We make the decision that is going to keep us comforted and keep us safe and unfortunately that might mean being very hard-headed unfortunately that might mean not it might mean like you just give in to your weaknesses over and over again unfortunately it might mean that you never grow and you stay stuck in the same mindset for many many years unfortunately it might mean that you play victim to life and circumstances and Unfortunately, it might mean that there's still more work to do, but there's nothing really that's unfortunate about that. I look at life like every day as I've been going through this just like kind of lure of this mindset of like, God, why can't I just do it? Why can't I just like break the ice? Why can't I just be this version of myself that I want to be? Why do I give in? to my weaknesses all the time like this has definitely been a year of knowing I've had those limiting beliefs for so long but being giving myself so much grace through them and be like maybe you had to realize it a hundred thousand times maybe this time you realize it you'll learn and I've also noticed that like every time I get taught a lesson no matter how many times I have to get taught the lesson there's just layers it's like a building it's just like brick by brick by brick I am building these layers of understanding and growth until one day I will get there because there's no doubt in my mind the things that I want are mine and have been mine and always will be mine and I will get them, but they're not going to happen right now. For some people, they might have happened 10 years ago, but it's not healthy for us to crave everything and then also get it at the same time, like overnight success overnight growth and just healing it just it doesn't happen and if it does it usually causes for a big plummet because inside of this really really long life 
that's actually really short, but all the lows that we feel and all the, why am I not good enough? Why can't I achieve this? Why does it look so much easier for everybody else? Why do I have this bad habit? Why can't I break this habit? All of that is just like the best juice of life, right? It doesn't seem like it in the morning, but I'm at in the middle of it. But that is what, that's your squeeze. That's when you get to where you want to be. You're going to be so able to educate, to perform, to just shine a light wherever you go and whatever it is because you've been through it. You've built the layers. You've stacked yourself up brick by brick and you know what it's like to crumble and fall to pieces a hundred thousand times. But it's okay because you continue to get back up. And our persistency and our consistency to ourself is the best gift that you could ever give yourself this Christmas. Ladies and gentlemen, now you hear what I am saying. <laughs> it is the best gift you can give to yourself this Christmas is consistency and patience. Consistency and patience. That's it. Keep trying. Keep doing. Keep unwrapping layers of yourself. Keep trying to find that little kid in you that is hurt for whatever reason it might be because I promise you that's the reason that you were held back from so many things. It is your limiting beliefs. It's who you tell yourself that you are every day. It's who you inspire to be in the day to day. It's who you, it's what you put on your vision boards. It's you having visions. It's you actually taking the time to care about and be passionate about things. I remember for so long, I was just like, nah, I'm like, go with the flow girl. I don't really care. Like, I don't have opinions about this. And it's like, stand for something or fall for everything. And the older we get, I think we take so much more appreciation to that. I definitely was just like, teenage years, I'm a stoner. I have live life. I have fun. But the older we get, the more passionate we become and the more we want purpose out of our life. And that's something all of us as humans will share. All of us do. We want more. We want not more in a uh, materialistic way, but we want more for our life. We want better is the best word to use right now. Like we want better. We want to see ourselves grow. We want to drop those burdens of our weaknesses that we give into every day, whether they're our thoughts, whether they're actual habits, whether it's just like a mindset that you have, whether it's just like this judgment that you have onto other people, whether it's just like the shame that you feel for yourself. Like there are so many things that we all struggle with. Like we are all in the same level playing field when it comes to hurt and pain. We feel it at different heightened notes. Like we, people exponentially hurt and are saddened because of tragic events that maybe you've never had to go through. But it doesn't take away the fact that Inside, we are all just big little kids with big hearts and big compassion. And if you don't think of yourself that way, I bet it's because you're hurt the most. Because you don't think that life has given you a fair shot to have compassion. But I'm telling you right now, like that is a self-choice that you have to make. It's not the world around you. It's not the people around you. It's not your significant other. It's not your children. Yes, 
they give you life and they give you enjoyment, but for you to actually seek purpose, it's you having to validate yourself first and not needing it from any kind of external resource. You to just wake up and be like, hey, girl, you are the shit and I love you. You can achieve this. You did that. And reminding yourself of the good along the way, like your potential is absolutely unmatched. All of our potential is unmatched. Can you imagine if you just did the same thing and practiced something you've been wanting to learn for like two weeks straight? And like I say that because I've done that countless amount of times. If you listen to my podcast, I'm like, I'm going to be the next Cleveland shuffler. I did this like shuffling. Uh, I like bought a membership and had it for like probably four months, paid for it for four months, probably used it like eight times during one month and that's it. And then I give up and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this for a little side thing to keep my mind on or I'm going to start this art project and I literally like another thing I bought, I wanted to make Cleveland Browns jean jackets and I got all of these patches to iron on. I have like nine patches just sitting in my office and they've been sitting in my office. Like I have these aspirations to seek enjoyment through physical activities or, you know, projects like doing the jean jacket that are artistic. Like I seek wanting to better myself in these way, but my actions don't prove it. And that just sucks. Like it genuinely sucks because I know how much untapped potential is within me. I know how much passion I carry with every project I do. I know that I put so much time and passion behind the work that I do in my job. Like I've worked for this company for almost five years now and I do spend, I wake up at like 7 a.m. and we'll start the day early and then I'll still work till five and then I'll hang out and watch TV with my boyfriend for a little while and then I'll just work for another two, three hours because I just want to catch up and I want to do the best and I want to, you know, like I want to always excel in things, but it's not okay that I, I don't give myself the time of day to excel in things that light me up outside of work because we all need that. Like we can have the best job in the world and people, you know, like it's like do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. But there is still time for hobbies. There's still time to enhance your mind, enhance your body in ways that aren't what pays you, right? And for me, that's podcasting. That's me talking with my favorite nail tech in Lakewood and being like, girl, we got to go to Pilates. And she's like, girl, we got to go to Pilates. Here's the place. Let's go to Pilates. And then next time I go get my nails done, girl, we really got to go do Pilates. Like, I know you know what I mean. And I love when I see my friends pick up and just like do these things and I always looked at myself like why is it so hard for you to just do something for yourself I'm like once I do it I love it like I can't stop talking about it to everybody like us playing volleyball this past um this past summer I loved it I loved it I loved it I loved it as an athlete it felt so good to get back into the sport and then it's like, all right, pick it back up, get to some exercise classes, go to yoga. And like, now I blame it on, oh, well now it's cold outside. So I don't really want to go anywhere. So to stay in my house, I'm like, bitch, you stayed in your house during the summertime. Um, but 
again, it's, it's all of that of what I just said of me being mad at myself, but it's also like in these moments when I went through this year of just again, hitting myself in the head, like now I can't, and now I'm not doing these things. Plus I'm not doing the one thing that I was able to do, which my podcast it's like in between all of that have been so, so, so many good moments of growth, of just like wake up calls, of conversations that I've had with myself and with God that I've never felt more connected to in, in that sense. And it's, it's me breaking barriers in my belief systems. It's been me like realizing I even had certain belief systems and coming to a realization of like, why I have the bad habits I have and I just want you to know that like it's okay like you are doing just fine at whatever point of life you are listening to this at and it only is gonna get better it's gonna go up and it's gonna go down but it only gets better and juicier the more that you just continue to what were the two words what is a Christmas gift we could give ourselves, guys Patience and consistency. Patience and consistency. It's the best gift of 2023, I'll tell you right now. So thank you for tuning in with me. I really do appreciate it, guys. Since I started this podcast, I was like cozy in my bed, blanket around me, and now I'm like just kicked back with my feet up in the air. I don't ever just like when you're on the phone I know people say it like you just walk around the house you find yourself in weird positions like that has been me this entire podcast like my feet were up in the air I was sitting crisscross I was stretching at one point but it felt really good to get back in and just let my heart out a little bit so I appreciate anybody who listens to this and support it if you do enjoy my podcast if you could please give it a five-star rating and review I'd appreciate it so much. And that could be your little Christmas gift to me. How about that? All right. Thank you guys. Godspeed.